Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Temperatures falling into the 30s. Upper 20s early tomorrow. Roads will be dry, so I'm not concerned with any ice issues for the morning hours. Afternoon highs on your Monday back up to 47 with mostly sunny conditions. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 degrees in Rockville right now. 48 degrees Ashburn, Virginia. And we have 50 degrees in downtown Washington at 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. And a good afternoon to you. I'm Mike Marillo. coming up to area men, one in Maryland, one in Virginia, are accused of shooting and killing their wives. The latest in a series of dog nappings hitting the city. I'm Grace Newton. The horse racing industry is galloping towards an overhaul. I'm Heather Gustafson. A young victim of gun violence is immortalized on a D.C. street. I'm Luke Lukert. Car thieves are going for the nicer ones. We see the very high-end vehicles. I'm Ralph Fox. WTOP News Time, 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Peter King. We have breaking news from Washington, where the FAA has just announced it's grounded 171 Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets, like the one involved in Friday's Alaska Airlines window blowout. Alaska and United are the only U.S. carriers flying the MAX 9s. The agency says they'll stay grounded until it determines they're safe to fly again. A door plug and window blew out on the Alaska jet. It's presumably somewhere on the ground. NTSB Chair Jennifer Hamady hopes someone finds it would be a help to us uh, incredibly for investigation if you find that to reach out, of course. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's diplomacy shuttle is stopped in Doha, where he makes it clear there are big differences between the U.S. and Israeli visions for what happens after the fighting stops in Gaza. For example, he says displaced Gazans should be allowed to return home. We reject the statements by some Israeli ministers and lawmakers calling for a resettlement of Palestinians outside of Gaza. These statements are irresponsible. They're inflammatory, and they only make it harder to secure a future of Palestinian-led Gaza. Blinken says he's still pushing hard for humanitarian aid to civilians and for Hamas to release its hostages. That big snowstorm is over much of New England and upstate New York right now. Governor Kathy Hochul says it's a great day for winter sports. Good news for our snow economy. The, the snowmobilers, the skiers, the people just want to sled down a hill. So we're, we're very excited about that for our, our people who have been waiting a long time for a, a good base of snow. Drivers are less thrilled. Andrew Kemmerer is in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I'm talking slippery, really slippery, to the point where you need to four-wheel drive. As the Biden administration looks for solutions to the border crisis, critics say what's being done now doesn't even come close. A new CBS News poll finds Americans increasingly see the situation along the border as a crisis and want to see tougher measures in place. House Speaker Mike Johnson preaching to that choir on CBS's Face the Nation. The number is over 7 million illegal encounters at the border just since mm-hmm. President Biden took office. Johnson coupling future military aid for Ukraine to tougher border measures. Vicki Barker, CBS News. A congressional election denier says she won't commit to certifying the 2024 results. House Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik on NBC's Meet the Press. We will see if this is a legal and valid election. What we're seeing so far is that 
Democrats are so desperate, they're trying to remove President Trump from the ballot. That is a suppression of the American people. And the Supreme Court is taking that case up in February. That should be a nine to zero to allow President Trump to uh, appear on the ballot because that's the American people's decision to make. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. It's 3.03 on Sunday, January 7th. 47 degrees, partly cloudy and breezy, highs around 50. Good afternoon, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. We have new information on the shooting death of a woman at a Maryland grocery store last night. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says 33-year-old Awusu Saki of Walkersville has been arrested for the shooting and killing of his estranged wife, 33-year-old Tanisha Butler. The Sheriff's Office says it tracked Saki from the scene of the shooting, a giant grocery store on Sugarloaf Parkway in Urbana, where Butler was killed just after 11 last night. The suspect was arrested without incident after deputies said they observed a handgun and rifle in his vehicle. According to a news release, Saki and Butler were in the process of getting a divorce. The sheriff's office also says there was a history of protective orders and stalking by the husband. Another shooting death yesterday involving a husband and wife, this time in Dumfries, has resulted in the husband's arrest for felony murder. Prince William County Police say they were called to an area hospital yesterday evening for a shooting that reportedly occurred in the area of Possum Road and Leonard Street earlier in the day. Officers learned that a 24-year-old woman with a gunshot wound was brought to the hospital by her husband, who provided detectives with an account of what led to the shooting. Desiree Alexandria Bugs later died at the hospital. After learning additional information, detectives say they realized the husband was involved, so they arrested 24-year-old Daniel Oko Lawson of Woodbridge. Detectives are investigating what led to the shooting and the shooting location. Anyone with any information is asked to contact police. Following two other incidents involving stolen dogs in recent weeks, D.C. police are now investigating the latest in a series of dog nappings. Eight American Bulldog puppies. That's what D.C. police say were in the car stolen from U Street Southeast in Anacostia. The car's owner had a push-to-start vehicle running with the eight dogs inside when they stepped away with the keys. But when they returned, their vehicle along with the eight puppies were gone. Police are still searching for a suspect. This robbery brings the total number of dogs reportedly stolen over the past three weeks in D.C. to at least 10. Last week, police arrested 24-year-old Kyrie Holmes for the robbery of a dog named Mocha in December. Mocha has since been reunited with her owner. And before that, a seven-month-old pit bull named Lola was taken in a burglary on New Year's Eve. Lola has also been reunited with her owner, but police are still searching for a suspect in her taking. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Police have recovered the stolen vehicle, but say the puppies are still missing. The prickness could find itself at a new home in the next few years. Maryland's governor is responding to a report that looks to overhaul horse racing in the state. Governor Westmore said the report represents an important next step for the horse racing industry, which contributes almost $6 million to the state's economy annually. The plan suggests that the state should completely rebuild facilities at Pimlico Racecourse in Baltimore over the next three years. A brand new site dubbed Pimlico Plus. It would take nearly $400 million to complete and have a brand 
brand new clubhouse, horse stables, event space, a parking garage, a possible hotel, and more. Governor Moore said in a statement he looks forward to working with the General Assembly and the Maryland Thoroughbred Racetrack Operating Authority to finalize an agreement. Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. Some residents in Prince William County's Bristow area are suing to block construction of a data center near their neighborhood. They filed the suit against the county and a developer to stop construction of the Devlin Technology Park Data Center Complex, a proposal approved by the county's Board of Supervisors in November. The residents allege it was illegal for the board to greenlight the rezoning of hundreds of acres that would allow for several data centers right next to their homes. Nearly four years after his death, the street where an 11-year-old was shot is being named in his honor. Now when you go to Cedar Street in southeast D.C. near High Street, you'll see a block named Davin T. McNeil III Way. It was named after the boy who was shot and killed by a stray bullet on that block. McNeil was gunned down while he was attending an anti-violence cookout on July 4th. His mother, a violence interrupter, was hosting the event. Four men involved in the shooting are now all serving time in prison after pleading guilty to manslaughter charges. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, many electric vehicles are no longer eligible for a big tax credit. It's 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ralph Fox in the WTOP Traffic Center. Andy, it's a relatively smooth drive out there at this hour. There are some spots to launch for. Let's start in the district, and it's not there anymore. At least it appears not, but there's still a bit of volume there. This is DC 295 northbound at Pennsylvania Avenue. There was a previous crash. All lanes have been reopened, but there's still some delays through that area. As you make your way around the Capitol Beltway, things look to be pretty good. There was a disabled vehicle. On the outer loop in the area of Georgia Avenue, but that seems to be out of the roadway. Things are moving there. There is a fair amount of volume in the area of FedEx Field with the commanders and their event this afternoon against Dallas in Fort Washington. 210 southbound near Old Fort Road. Word of a crash there and watch for the police response in Aspen Hill. Georgia Avenue southbound before Bell Pre Road. There was two right lanes blocked due to a downed tree. Folks had to slow down to get around and past that spot. Also in Annapolis, Route 50 in the area of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, there are wind warnings in effect, uh, gusts up to 30 to 40 miles per hour per the baseband folks. And also in Annapolis, there's a street closure around the state capitol building for police activity. Portions of College Avenue, West Street, and Main Street are all affected. Ralph Fox, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Tracking your forecast, starting a new week, still an active pattern with wet days and dry days. Today will be a dry day with some cloud cover and some sunshine too, but temperatures near 50. Light winds are going to continue into tomorrow, but we do have some breezy conditions this afternoon. Now Tuesday, that's wet weather again with rain and some pretty strong winds too. uh, Tuesday evening, uh, gusts could top anywhere 50 miles per hour. Wednesday, it stays breezy, but we do dry out. Thursday, and Friday, mostly sunny and dry. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 49 degrees in Manassas, 49 in Metro Center, 44 in Frederick. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's 310. 
Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Charlie Pellet. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. There has been a drop in the number of electric vehicles still eligible for a $7,500 tax credit. Basically what happened is some new rules kicked in on New Year's Day for who's eligible for the this EV tax credit. Ari Nata wrote the story for Bloomberg News. The list of models eligible for it was cut in half almost. I went from you know, 24 to 13. Last month, the Treasury Department unveiled rules targeting battery components made by any company that is subject to Chinese jurisdiction. What these rules do is they make ineligible vehicles that use battery components or parts manufactured in in so-called foreign entities of concern. Among the models that lost access to the credit are Tesla's Cybertruck, but those still eligible are the Model Y by Tesla, Rivian's R1T pickup, the Jeep Wrangler 4XE, and Ford's F1 50 Lightning pickup truck. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Charlie Peloton, WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, the kinds of cars thieves are targeting to ship to West Africa. It's 311. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm ready Wi Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro, just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30 slash 7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash storm-ready. Gain the credentials and specialized skills that many of today's top employers are seeking with a degree from University of Maryland Global Campus. Our MBA and most graduate cybersecurity courses start January 10th. Apply now and save with no application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes, along with the affordability you need to put your next success within reach. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman in recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When we learn the power of hope, recovery is possible. Find out how at startwithhope.com. Brought to you by the National Council for Mental Wellbeing, Shatterproof, and the Ad Council. Coming up, the radar detector debate is alive and well in Virginia. More news in 60 seconds. Psst, hey, Mark, remember, getting help from Progressive is so easy. You can use the mobile app, chat with us online, or call us. And you pick now to tell me. I couldn't miss little Grace's ballet recital. Oh, thanks for inviting me, by the way. Did I? Because you know I'm always here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can use the mobile app if I need help. Sorry, you're in my wife's seat, though. Oh, yeah, I gotta go anyway. <laughs> Tell Grace she nailed her chasse. Get the help you need from Progressive with our mobile app, online chat, or over the phone. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. 
Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, I'm Sandy Kozell. Thanks for being with us. For years, officials at the Port of Baltimore have seized cars stolen locally that were loaded on shipping containers to be resold in West Africa. It's a problem that customs officers say is getting worse. With car thefts up 82% in the district year over year, it's no surprise that organized crime appears to be involved. Port of Baltimore director Adam Rotman tells Fox 5 it's not a new concern. So we've seen a significant increase of recovery of uh, stolen automobiles year after year after year since about, um, I'd say about 2018. He says thieves are targeting certain cars. Typically here in Baltimore, we see the very high-end vehicles. In the last fiscal year, they recovered nearly 150 stolen cars. But in the last three months, that number is already at 70, on pace to more than double last fiscal year's total. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Virginia could see a return to something that's been gone for three years. They've had several names, fuzzbusters, radar detectors, but they all do the same thing. Tell you there's an officer up ahead clocking how fast you're going. Virginia banned radar detectors years ago. But now a Virginia Democratic House member who flipped a seat wants the old Dominion to rethink its ban. The bill would allow drivers except those in commercial vehicles to have radar detectors again. Deborah Gardner's radar detector bill would retain language dating back to 1998. Police are expected to try to put the brakes on the measure. Dell Walters, WTOP News. A new rocket with a groundbreaking spacecraft is due for launch early Monday morning from Cape Canaveral. It's been more than 50 years since the last American spacecraft landed on the moon, and with NASA hoping to return humans there later this decade, the agency has paid the Astrobotic Corporation to develop and send its Peregrine robotic lander to the moon. CEO John Thornton. This will help pave the way, start to do science and, and a little bit of exploration to understand more about the surface of the moon, more about the environment. NASA's plan is for robotic commercial commercially run landers to deliver supplies for eventual astronaut base camps. Not only is this lander new, so is the rocket. It's called Vulcan. Secondary payloads ironically include DNA and ashes from Gene Roddenberry, who created the Vulcan civilization as part of Star Trek. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. You're not imagining it that there's a spike in people sick with flu and other respiratory illnesses. So what should you know? A look at the U.S. map of respiratory infections at the Centers for Disease Control shows D.C. and Maryland in the high range and Virginia in the very high range. Some of that is driven by influenza, but there are a lot of other respiratory viruses that are also increasing at this time of year. Dr. Andrew Pekosh, a virologist with the Johns Hopkins University Bloomberg School of Public Health, says there is a recent COVID-19 mutation. We do think the vaccine will provide protection against the JN.1 variant, particularly when it comes to severe disease. Pekos says it's not too late to get vaccinated for COVID-19, the flu, or RSV. If you get a vaccine now, it should give you protection for the tail end of this respiratory virus season. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 
A quick look at the top stories we're covering on WTOP. Two men, one in Maryland, one in Virginia, are accused of shooting and killing their wives. President Biden is facing growing public and partisan pressure over migration. And the defense secretary is being criticized after keeping a recent hospitalization a secret. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 318. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ralph Fox is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Sandy, good afternoon to you. A couple of spots to watch for on the Maryland side of things. Let's start in Fort Washington. 210 southbound near Old Fort Road. That's Old Fort Road North, yeah, that is. You'll want to proceed with caution due to a crash. Watch for police response as well. Also in Aspen Hill, Georgia Avenue, southbound before Belpree Road. It's a pretty big tree that's down. It's got the right lane and right center blocked. So folks are having to slow down to get around and pass that. Also out in Annapolis, a couple of concerns. First on the Bay Bridge, you've got wind warnings in effect, gusting 30 to 40 miles an hour. Also around the state capitol, there's a demonstration there and police activity as well that had portions of College Avenue, West Street, and Main Street shut down or are following police direction to get you through it. The majors outside of that Capitol Beltway is in pretty good shape, just some slowing in the area of FedEx Field. And on the Maryland side of things, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you've got some slowing southbound. It's going to start just after Route 32, and you're stop and go until you get down into Greenbelt on the northbound side. No reports of delays or anything blocking. 95 is in good shape. No reported problems on 270 as well. 66, there was an earlier concern with a disabled vehicle. That appears to be on the roadway. Things moving at speed there. 95 on the Virginia side. You've got some minor slowing through Newington. Gets pretty heavy when you get through Lorton and then across the Occoquan. Then it picks up and you're clean and green all the way down to Fredericksburg on the northbound side. No reported problems there. There was an earlier concern on the 14th Street Bridge that appears to have been taken care of. For victims of drunk and drugged driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Ralph Fox, WTOP Traffic. To 7 News, first alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. Some good rain yesterday and good snow totals up to the north and west, but the weather maker on Tuesday will be all rain and a lot of it. So that means we could have some flooding concerns, especially with the snow melt and the runoff going on. That will fill the creeks and streams by middle of the week. And then we have the wind gust potential on top of that. I think Tuesday evening, some of those gusts could reach 50 to 55 miles per hour, especially along the Chesapeake Bay, the Potomac Rivers, which means some isolated power outages may be possible, too. Tuesday with those strong winds. Wednesday, the winds come down a little bit, but still breezy. Anywhere from two to three inches of rain possible with this system on Tuesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 48 in Upper Marlboro, 51 in Woodbridge, 49 in Washington. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, what's tops in the best diet overall ranking by U.S. News and World Report. 321. Did you make a New Year's resolution to finally get rid of that car you don't need? Start the year off right and donate it to Melwood today. Donating is free, fast, and easy. And it helps your community by supporting Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities. To learn more, call 1-877-MELWOOD today or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's melwood.org forward slash radio. 
You know, I've been walking around the house today, and I guess I just never really noticed how many things Dad personally built with his own hands. The moldings, the cabinets, they don't make them like this anymore. I just can't bring myself to imagine taking him out of this house. But you know, since this fall, he's really unsteady on his feet, and I'm afraid he could hurt himself. And it's just really too much for Mom to handle alone. And with us both living so far away, it's becoming impossible to be here for them. Friends told me about the great experience they've had with Warm and Home Care, so maybe they can help us too. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home, while a caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family-owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. That's W-A-R-M-A-N homecare.com. Warman Home Care. Happiness at home. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. This is WTOP News. 323, the Mediterranean diet wins the top slot in the category of best diet overall. That's according to the yearly rankings by U.S. News and World Report. It's the seventh year it's won this title. The Mediterranean diet focuses on plant-based foods, extra virgin olive oil, small portions of lean poultry, and plenty of seafood. The term describes the eating habits of countries around the Mediterranean Sea, including Greece, Italy, Morocco, Turkey, and Spain. Hollywood's award season kicks off tonight with the Golden Globes. Correspondent Dania Backus reports celebrities, they'll be well-fed tonight. Chef Nobu Matsuhisa and his team of 25 experienced chefs are preparing to serve some of the biggest names in Hollywood. This is like a Golden Globe, the biggest event in Los Angeles. He gave a sneak peek of the planned dinner menu, including salmon tartare, sashimi salad, and a signature dish, black cod miso. Celebrities attending will be treated to a swag bag said to be worth a half million dollars the most expensive in that award show's history. A local union has more federal resources for its Green Jobs training program. The Department of Energy plans to invest $40 million for Green Jobs training across the nation. A local insulators training program is granted a chunk of that money. Almost a quarter of a million dollars. $215,000 to be exact. Maryland Congressman Glenn Ivey made the announcement on Friday and says it's... To help expand training programs here in Prince George's County uh, and in the region. This grant is for the local heat and frost insulators union and allied workers in Laurel, Maryland. And this is to help uh, provide training for uh, apprentices that want to go into the green economy, uh, workforce development types of programs that deal with insulation. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Here's Brian Albin. No score early on in Capital One Arena. Darcy Kemper coming up with a pair of big saves just a moment ago. And it was also uh, the Capitals unable to score on the first power play opportunity of the game. So about eight minutes into the first period, Capitals and Kings 
scoreless so far. We're less than an hour away from kickoff of the season com- uh, finale for the Commanders. They'll be taking on the Cowboys at 425. It was this time last year, week 18, home to the Cowboys when Sam Howell made his debut as a starter, put on a one. 